Oh, hey, I didn't see you there. Grab yourself a drink. Welcome to Streaming Under the Influence, the podcast that takes a tipsy gander into the wonderful world of streaming series and film. Follow us on Instagram at Streaming Under the Influence, where you'll find our website linked in the bio. Also give us a follow on TikTok and Twitter, where we are at StreamDrunk. We're intoxicated. We're contemplative. This is Streaming Under the Influence. Welcome to episode 67 of Streaming Under the Influence. I'm your host with the most, Lindsay, and with me as always is Bradley. Bradley, welcome to the episode this evening. Hi. Ooh, a baritone. Yeah. I hope everyone out there is feeling sensual this evening because... This is a very special episode, Bradley. It's, we're celebrating a holiday that's coming up by the name of Valentine's Day. Yeah. And that ain't no bullshit. Why would anyone bullshit about this? Well, a lot of people shit love. on Valentine's Day. Oh, they shit on Including it. me. I've done that. But not tonight. Not tonight. Tonight we're celebrating that bitch. It is a romantic time. Ergo... We're going to be talking about romantic movies. We're going to be talking about romantic comedies. Some sappy stuff. Maybe some dumb, like, bullshit type of stuff. We're going to be talking maybe, ooh, maybe some sexy hot tamale type stuff. Sexy hot tamale type stuff. Are you okay. Fami- are you familiar? No, I'm with not. the genre of spicy hot tamales? Is it, that's a genre of a film, yes. romance? Yes. Hot tamale romance? Yeah. <laughs> we might even be talking about maybe some of our own, like, embarrassing Sexy stories. I like a sexy story. I don't know. We'll see. Are you ready? Are you prepared? Is your body ready for anything that I might throw at you? Absolutely. Okay, well, I'm glad you're ready because anything goes on Valentine's episode. <laughs> it's called Name Maybe to be, to be Determined, but right now it's Valentine's Sex Travaganza. Sex Travaganza. Strap in your seatbelt and put on your. Sex helmet, because here we go. <laughs> sex All right. Well, what's the sexiest thing we could possibly do right now? Other right. than, okay, don't be weird. I was going to say buy some sex helmets. <laughs> Correct. Second sexiest thing is we could talk about the alcohol that we're dumping into our bodies right now for this episode. And we have a special guest alcohol with us tonight. Special guest alcohol? Yeah. Reveal yourself to us. Yeah. I'd like to introduce you to my friend, Miss Boda Box. Miss Boda. She's a sexy, boxy bitch. She's a Sauvignon Blanc from the year 2019. Oh. Would you say she's a foxy, boxy? She is one foxy, boxy. <laughs> yeah. And do you remember the year 2019 before maybe everything changed and was horrible? Yeah. What a year this box was. This box was hopeful. This box was full of hope. It got us through all that bullshit. Yeah. But yeah, it's a Sauvignon Blanc Boda Box. And it stays fresh for 30 days once you open it. Hell yeah. And it has about three liters of wine in it. So I think it's good. <laughs> so I think it's good. <laughs> and the best part, too, is that one, the price is, is tough to beat. It's three liters of wine for $2. That's not bad. No, it's about $20. 
But the other thing is um, it's made for adventure, it says on the side of the box. And it has notes of lime zest and lemongrass. And they recommend it for a backyard barbecue or a golf course. And then there are also some little um, images. You can drink it, do you see here, while sun tanning? Oh. Or just being on the actual sun, picnicking, kayaking, cutting limes, or biking. You can drink this wine based on the graphics. That seems safe. So... Shout out to Botabox. Yeah, pic- picnicking with children. Picnicking with... Is there a kid? No, no it's... Oh, I that's it's their a, wine glasses. It's a man and a woman and two little wine glasses. I thought those were little people. And then that's her giving him a hand job under the picnic table. Because it is Valentine's Day. Sexy. <sighs> but yeah, no, it's really not a bad wine. It's a good wine. It's a solid wine. It's a dependable wine. It's eco-friendly. You can recycle this box. You it's can made eat the box when you're done with it. Yeah, it's incredible. So we're not we're not mad at it. Thank you, Boda Box, for being there for us. Absolutely, all these years. But tonight, in honor of Valentine's Day, romantic movies. Traditionally, it's been beheld as like a a female thing. Like women like romance, men like action, whatever. I, for one, do not think that has to be true. Exactly. Have you found yourself enjoying? A romantic movie ever in your life? I know you have. Yeah, but more now than ever. I feel like whenever I was a kid, I was, that was like, you know, you're like, ooh, the gushy parts. Yuck. Yeah. I'm cool <laughs> about that. Yeah. Because I'll see more, pirate. Yeah. Like, you kissing. And then as a, that, that lasted till I was about 33. <laughs> <laughs> like when we met? Yeah. And I'm like, ooh. Oh, okay. It's and okay. I started forcing you to watch stuff? No, but yeah. Yeah. I feel like uh, it's time to break down those barriers, man. Roms. And, roms. 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 Brad calls them roms. Because the, the, it's a rom-com. But I like the roms. I feel like, uh, and everyone, they're for everybody. It doesn't matter. So what is something that's like bothered you about the traditional way they make these movies? Because you have pointed, like there's a lot of stuff as a, as a woman or just as me I kind of take for granted and I accept that I probably have should not have accepted all these years about what they do in these movies. It's so stupid. Yeah. And then you come along and we watch them together and you point them out. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's not that's that's like, weird. Like in particular, you've gotten the chance to meet like my my friend circle, all yes. of my guy friends. I have had and- the honor. And have you ever I mean, you're you're a part of the group. Have you ever sat there and just been like, Hey, yo, Paul, how was the date last night, huh? Oh, man, she seemed like a keeper. Like, it's like there's all this, like, interest that the male friends have that, like, they would never have that much interest well, in real life. Yeah. At least not with my son. I, I may have shitty friends, baby. I don't know. You have great friends. But no, they're not interested in anything you do romantically. Romantically. Like, or maybe most other topics are not super interested. But, like... You're doing like a cool grease, like a like a grease voice, like you and um, Danny Zuko and Kaniki are hanging out. Like, hey, what's the date about? But the romantic comedies aren't even that cool with the guy relationships. The friendships are like so nurturing and loving. Yeah, and I know that does exist. However, I think it is. Few and far between. Like, hey man, you seem down. Like, is everything okay with Katie or whatever? It's like, have you ever, have your friends ever shown any sort of like 
therapeutic interest in your love life? No. Like, yeah, I keep thinking of the movie Long Shot because uh, oh, like, my they're like best friends. And then Ice Cube's son's character is like, hey, every time my friend is bummed out, I take him out for like, you know, this, you know, go see Boys to Men and these dope ass concerts. And we do this awesome tradition. Yeah, when he it's takes like, off work and they he, he has to get the other one drunk to have, like make him feel better. Do you have any idea how my, many times my friends were like, you know, bummed out? Or it's like, you don't go investigating and then throw them a freaking Boys to Men party. You ignore them. You ignore yeah. their feelings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that's an unrealistic portrayal for most male relationships i'm just too macho i don't know man maybe it's not for macho guys like me i don't know it's really sweet though if you know to I, care yeah I think not knocking it i just haven't seen it very often no i don't know and then another thing he pointed out that was really funny was um the state of the guy's apartments oh god or like they're just their living situation their job situation Guy's apartment. Like, has a guy ever brought you to a $3.5 million Fucking apartment? never, dude. <laughs> never. And I I feel like that was really delusion, like, made me delusional. Because I saw these movies my whole life, starting with maybe Pretty Woman. You know, not that I was like, oh, I'm going to be a prostitute and then get picked up or whatever. But, but yeah, no one has ever brought me to a fancy freaking baller-ass apartment like they show in the movies. And I feel gypped. Yeah. I feel chipped. Well, I'm sorry I gypped you because mine was definitely, well, no, it, it ain't no 3.5 million. For a quick sec, I forgot you were here. <laughs> and oh. you were going to know that I wasn't impressed by your I was like <laughs> 10 square foot apartment. I like I like pushed my way into the door open into a bunch of pizza boxes and I'm like, hey, bind the mice. Okay, Watch out. you guys, this is, sounds like it's an exaggeration, but it's kind of no shit. When I met Bradley, he was living in a very small apartment that was poorly made by someone who probably wasn't even a structural engineer. It was on stilts. It was on popsicle sticks. Yeah. And it was very weird. And it had a very, you know, like all buildings maybe have like a half of a millimeter of an inch, you know, of a sway or like a decline or like a lean. This building, this whole motherfucking building visibly leaned. Yeah. Visibly. I would, I would fall asleep in my bedroom and I would wake up in the bathroom. Correct. Like you slide out of bed. Yeah, we would just roll out. We would roll out to our cars to go to work in the morning. But when I did meet him, like, yes, you, Bradley, um, almost as like a source of pride, showcased pizza boxes stacked on your trash can that was in the corner of the dining room area. It was not pride. What I had done was I had not anticipated how fast our relationship would evolve. Oh. I thought I would just bump into ready. this gal, get to know her. She was like, I got to get back to that apartment. Oh, so she it's want, my you fault. wanted that dongle and I had to I could not turn it down. And I had to fight through a fucking Stonehenge of empty pizza boxes to get to Bradley's dong. <laughs> but it was so worth it. It was, it was worth all the Parmesan I, and all the grease that filled my path. Let the record state, I, like that week, I bought a television and a couch. Okay. Because I was like, I've got to furnish this place. Because until then, I only had pizza. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't sell yourself short. You had one chair. 
And a TV on the ground. It was like a tube TV that I was playing Xbox 360 on. Like, flat screens have been a thing for like nine years. (laughs) This is off topic, kind of. But can you answer me, like, why men think everything, when they get their own apartment, everything just is on the ground? Your TV's on the ground. Box springs. Your mattress. No box spring. Like, your mattress is on the ground. Your, Your TV in the bedroom. Ground. Close. Ground. Like, did you forget you grew up with, like, a TV stand or, like, a dresser or a box spring or a bed? I think it, it, simplicity, man. I don't need You don't want to spend shit. your money on it. Yeah. Is that it? That was mostly. I get that. I, I get mean, that. back then, yeah, I was overdrafting my account just to go to bars and stuff. And it's like, keep going to bars and barely get by or take a couple weeks off and buy a sofa and you did and the first week you met me you got your act together which is the most romantic comedy thing about our story but i sound like a real piece of shit no you were good you're a good boy you're still a good boy no but that's look at me now ma to me and you guys at home let me know like to me that's a more realistic portrayal it was really actually it was speaking of my mom she cried she walked into my apartment <laughs> she did, and yeah. she's like, oh no. I remember hearing that story and I was like, oh shit, this must be bad. And then I saw it and I was like, it's okay. Okay. The boy's trying. But I think that's a more realistic portrayal of like a single guy, guy's apartment. Yeah. What we see in these movies is like, oh, I'm a bachelor. Sorry, I haven't had time to buy food. Maybe that's the thing. They haven't had time to buy much food, but they do have. A multi-million dollar apartment with a view of New York City and a job in sports marketing Mm -hmm. and slick wardrobe and some sort of remote control that controls all their, like, uh, shades in their windows in their apartment. I like whenever they're, like, artists or successful authors. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, my God, you're, like, a New York Times bestseller, like... How how many of there are there? I know. Fuck you. No, and, and it's like... Oh, you're super. You're like Bradley Cooper, and you're a best-selling author, but you just forgot to buy food, so you can't keep a woman or something. Like, Ugh. what? What are we to believe is the problem with you? Are we like? Are, would, are you like the most cynical person coming back, like you're to the apartment? And just like, oh, I guess I'm gonna fuck you now, huh? In all honesty, now that I'm thinking about it, if I did get taken back to, if not get taken, if I went back to an apartment with a guy and it was like Bradley Cooper, Matthew McConaughey, and it was that type of apartment that's Pimp Daddy Mac. And like super nice. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm single. I just never. Serial killer. I'd immediately be like sending the text, the emergency nuclear text codes to my friends. Like, get me. I have there. been kidnapped by a cult. Come get me. Because that seems like something's up. Something's up. Yeah. I would much rather go through a bunch of pizza boxes in a small apartment to get to you. Thank you. You're welcome. If, if I. I just, I just can't imagine a world where. I could lose over a McConaughey type guy. I feel like you would fall for me every time. Every fucking time. Because you're real. (laughs) You're real, dude. I love you. So what are your favorite types of... You as a man. I'm interested to hear the male perspective. Look, I'm a guy. All right? Yeah, you like riverboat gambling. Well, what's the question? I'm sorry. (laughs) No, yeah, yeah. You mansplained me out of that. No, I'm just kidding. As a male perspective on the genre of like romance and stuff what do you find yourself drawn to as far as like types of movies or specific movies whatever okay what is a what is a real duty dude in america like a duty dude you're a dude you're a big dude in america 
I like I like big dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want Dwayne the Rock Johnson type uh, rom coms. Oh yeah, big fellas. Yeah, Johnson. <laughs> no, um, I think. Well, speaking of him, I guess I like action comedies or uh, action roms. Rom ac- rom actions are they rom action roms? I don't action know. roms? I- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they have a, a, a genre yet. But they like, deserve it. But like um, uh, Gross Point Blank. Oh, hell yeah. And uh, this means war. Listen. These are good action roms. I know I say this every episode. If you have not seen Gross Point Blank from the 90s, it's John Cusack and Minnie Driver and Jer- Jeremy Piven and stuff like that. And then um, This Means War is a good one, too. It really didn't wasn't as successful as it should have been. Yeah. But that's Reese Witherspoon and uh, Chris Pine. Oh, and But anyway, yeah. Really good movies. I think that's, too. I, I think you're right. I think an action romance is so... It dates yeah. back... Well, probably before this. But, like, when we were kids, like, the Romancing the Stone movies. Yes, 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 yes. And, like, even Goonies kind of was, like... Obviously, first romance, and foremost, yeah. like an action movie, but there was a little bit of romance and stuff. But the the action just makes it all the more exciting and fun. Yeah, because nothing uh, is more exciting and thrilling than a adventurous romp. That's India, right. Indiana Jones, what a romp! What a what a friggin' romp! <laughs> what a romp! You could romp in the sack. What about With you? Me. What well, like what's what's your like? Do you have a favorite like type of genre of rom? Well, I love I love a good old fashioned rom com, you yes. know. But like it has to be well made. I don't like when they pander to me, and it's yeah. real corny because we all know, and ladies, you know too. We're all guilty of liking the pandering, whatever epi- you know, movies that they try to like peddle to us that they know we're gonna eat up with a spoon. Where it's like the formulaic thing of like. Oh, well, they made a bet and like, you know, he's hot and my best friend and this, you know, I mean, there's a formula for it, right? And sometimes they do it really well and sometimes they do it really bad. And sometimes when they do it really bad, we'll still watch it anyway. That's what... Because you just need it like chicken soup. You need it in your veins. Do you put chicken soup in your veins? Probably not. I don't think you're supposed to do that. That's what I want to know. Do you like the the comedy, like the, the goofy, like... Hallmark style ones. I think there's a place for that. I think there's a place for that. There's a place for everything. But that one, the the Hallmark movies are so ridiculous. Like there was one you watched with uh, Kristen Chenoweth. It was like really odd. Okay, guys. Hallmark Holiday. It was Netflix movie Holiday. No, I didn't like that. I think there's a line. I think there's a line you can cross. And they cross that motherfucker. And they took talent like. Okay, this is my personal opinion, and a lot of people liked it. And I'll give it another chance. I only watched it once. But they take talent like Emma Roberts, like Kristen Chenoweth, like, was that Liam Hemsworth? Yeah, I think so. It, like, good people. And then they just kind of give them a script that was wackadoo. Like, yeah. it was too much. So I think that, like, makes a fool of everyone. And I don't really like that as much. Stop the buffoonery. <laughs> do you know what I do like, though? I love, like, I don't want to say underdog, but like a... Like a long shot situation. Yes. That's an action long comedy. Shot. There's a lot of action, kind of. Yeah. Is there? I don't know. The movie Long Shot with Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron, which a lot of people panned that movie because they're like, yeah, right. Like Charlize Theron would date um, Seth Rogen. Ouch. Okay. I don't know who you guys are hanging out with. I would totally go for Seth. 
he's funny, he's smart, he's successful, and in that movie, he's all of those things. Yeah. And have you seen Zack and Mary make a porno? Same thing. He is just very... I don't know, there's something about him. He makes a woman feel good. He's, he cares. He's charismatic. I just... I love him. He's in Knocked Up. You know the boy can fuck. Knocked Up. He's in all these fuck movies. Okay, <laughs> yes. Yeah, because he is in a lot of movies like that. And the argument could be made that he's writing these movies. And he's kind of writing himself into these really good sexual situations with these oh, hot whatever. women. Who says that? I mean, critics say it. But listen, I think if women are more than... I mean, men are too. But like, a person is more attracted to the full picture right so yeah. it's like if a guy's smart and he cares and he's writing and he's funny and whatever i mean of course it doesn't it's not straight about looks ever no. is it for guys well i mean obviously in the rom- we but all they don't like make rom-coms looking. for guys where it's like and then he got the ugly girl right <laughs> that just doesn't happen you're right so i don't know but no i think i totally buy him in movies like long shot knocked up zach and mary all that stuff. I love him. I also love Jason Siegel. I think he's kind of like along the same lines. You're like a that. comedy lead man. Yeah, like a really good romantic comedy lead man. But that's what I like in a rom-com. It's like a believable chemistry. Yeah. And I think that there are people who just inherently as actors kind of bring that with them. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Jason Siegel does. That's what Seth Rogen does. And then like kicking it back a little older, like Tom Hanks. Obviously, that's why he was in all of them. Meg Ryan. Oh, my God. Oh, my my God. Rom-coms work, man. Yeah. That's the com. That's the com. Mixed with rom. That's right. And you have to to believe it. You have to, like, be into it. There was a real strong phase there, too, where there there was a lot of misogyny, like, in the early 2000s and stuff. And there were these movies where it was, like, every female character was just desperate. And just, like, I just want a husband. You see? I just need a husband, and then everything will be better. Oh, my friends are getting married. Why aren't I? Oh, yeah, big bridesmaid theme. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Like, so much of this. Catherine Heigl, bless your heart. You were in a lot of these movies. Uh, (laughs) Gerard Butler is the biggest culprit I can think of in that movie with Catherine Heigl. Um, The Ugly Truth. He's just, like, a prick. He's a total misogynist prick. And it's like, the woman's got something to learn. And then Hugh Jackman also plays that prick. In a romantic comedy. Why? And it's just like, he's the dick, but the woman's got to learn the hard lesson. It was when that book came out. All right. He's just not that into you. All right. I remember Gerard Butler. That's Gerard Butler, right? Oh, wait. No, which one is he's just not that into you? Well, that that was one of those movies that had like every celebrity in Hollywood in it. Oh. But it was around the time that book came out, they made that movie, and then they made other movies about, like, hey, the guy's just gonna, this dickhead guy's just gonna shoot you straight. Do they ever, because I think Gerard Butler in one of them, like I saw, was, he did, like, an American accent. I feel like whenever those Aussie guys are, like, uh, someone from, you know, a European actor, whoever, they always do an American accent if they're playing, like, a real piece of shit. Yeah, to make it more authentic, of <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it's like, oh, my character's a piece of shit, and he's from where? Texas? Yeah. I don't know. Where? Yeah, I'm just going to be a dick. <laughs> but yeah, no, there, was a, there were a lot of movies like that, and those were so cringe, so cringe. And now I don't think that would fly at all. But regardless, there's... We don't want it to fly, We don't man. want it to fly, Okay. We want, we want Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan to just keep starring in everything. Which kind of reminds me, Bradley, 
How yeah. do you feel about games? I like games. You want to play a game with me? Yeah, I want to play a game. You want to play a game? Okay, yeah. let's play a game. Um, it's called FMK. I've heard of this. I'm not going to tell you what the letters stand for. But our viewers might want to know. But right? they might want to know, Let's yeah. See. Okay, I'm going to say it real quiet. If you guys have like your little babies in the room or like little kids, Turn, tell, them to go, tell them to go play in the playhouse. Food. This game is called Fuck, Marry, or Kill, which is very aggressive. Sounds kind of mean. It's aggressive all three ways. It's like hot. But it's called FMK it's and we're going to play it, Bradley. <laughs> Here's round one. The rule, oh, the rules of the game. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Should I? Please. Okay. Rule, rule master flash. I'm going to tell you the rules. See, the way it works is you have three people, you know, in a scenario that is made up where you can only fuck one. You can only marry one. You can Then you'll have to kill the remaining one. Yeah. And you have to pick. 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 <laughs> It's the fucking only rule. And this is the romantic comedy edition. Okay. So it will feature all people that are romantic comedy stars. So Bradley, you're going to go first, and I'm going to present you with the scenario. Okay, lay it on me. Okay, Bradley. Fuck, marry, or kill. That's terrible. Oh. FMK, Meg Ryan, Julia Roberts. Oh. And your third choice is a hybrid witch woman who starts off the evening as Kate Hudson and then two hours later becomes Goldie Hawn. What? Go. You, no, that doesn't, you can't do that. You I just did it. We're starting I just a brand new segment and you immediately cheat. How is that cheating? That's four people. There is very much not a rule that says I can't make a hybrid witch woman. Of, of, of who, and who are these hybrid? I'll read it to you again. FMK. Meg Ryan. Yes. Julia Roberts. Yes. And a hybrid witch woman who starts off the evening as Kate Hudson and then miraculously two hours later becomes Goldie Hawn. Current day. Bradley, go. You're asking me to decide if I want to... Because my answer could possibly be that I fuck a daughter and her mother at the same time. You know what I mean? I never said you couldn't. That's twisted. I'm not These, I'm not is, in those laptop movies. I don't do that kind of thing. Okay. I'm a good old Catholic boy. I was raised right. I only fuck one woman at a time. Hmm? And you kill? Killing one is fine? You're not beeping no, with that? No, I'm not saying I do one or the other. If it's you, hypothetical. If you wanted to get into the morality of this game, it is bad I guess all the way around. Th- yeah, there's a lot of people that like marry multiple women. You yeah. gotta go. You gotta come up with an answer. Do you need them again? Are you ready to go? Bradley, go. Well, no, I'm... Obviously, oh, see, I want to marry Goldie Hawn and Kate Hudson because they would be so pleasant to have around. Totally. Because they're like funny and awesome. And, and every day you'd get both. Yeah. Oh, see, that's not fair, though. I feel like it, it, should, that's be, a great answer. it should be like a real marriage. No sex at all. Oh, ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ha ha, said the wife. Um, yeah, so I'm going to marry them. I'm going backwards. <laughs> or I'm starting in the middle. I'm going to fuck... I'm gonna fuck. <laughs> you I'm gotta a, say it like Paul Rudd. I'm gonna fuck. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fuck. This is. I hope. I hope they're not listening. This would just be awful. I'm gonna send it directly to their inbox. Well, Agents. I'm gonna send my D directly into Julia Roberts' inbox. Oh. <laughs> so the F. Yeah. The F. You're effing yeah, Julia Roberts. I'm okay. F Julia Roberts. Great choice. And then I guess I'll 
kill Meg Ryan. I don't want to, but God, I have no choice. That's cold-blooded. Sorry. Sorry that's man. cold. That's a cold shit. She's America's sweetheart. This is all But also, so, so are the other ones. When you said F Julia Roberts, which version of Julia Roberts were you imagining? Probably Pretty Woman. Okay. Probably Pretty Woman or definitely Pretty Woman. <laughs> <laughs> or were you thinking like uh, a Mystic Pizza? I don't know, man. Uh, I guess it's like her, a whole bunch of images flash through my head. Oh, I'm, I'm seeing her leg hiked up with that uh, tying her shoelaces for yeah. you know the Runaway Bride, or whatever. It's like her hair and that leg. Runaway Bride, run me over. Wow, impressed. Yeah. yeah, I guess those are all my great answers. I think you made the most of that. That was really good. Okay, what's mine? Freaking cheater. I feel like I should cheat too. Whatever. I will handle it much better than you, I guarantee it. Go ahead. Go. Well, it threw me off. Um, I'm going to say Hugh Grant, John Cusack, and Harrison Ford. Okay. Kill Hugh Grant. (gasps) Fuck Harrison Ford. Marry John Cusack. Done. That easy? Yep. Oh, wow. And then I'd be... You've thought this through. ...having a great, fulfilling marriage with John oh, Cusack. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot to tell you. Hugh Grant is morphed. That's right. He's I'd, morphed. I would still kill He's, him. No, he is He is a Siamese twin Ooh. with... Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. No, with the, the Ryan Gosling. <laughs> you didn't even... <laughs> is it Gosling? Gosling. Gosling. You're thinking John and Kate yeah. plus eight Gosselin. You remember that movie? Or Mark Paul Gosselin. Remember that movie with the Siamese twins? With the, nope. With, with Matt Damon. <laughs> oh. It's like one the of those Fairly scenarios. Brothers. Yeah. It's like one of those scenarios. Well, yeah, still. I stand by my answer. You're killing the Goss boy. Yeah. All right. Are you satisfied with that answer? I guess. You got to that conclusion real quick. Uh, well... I hear, do you hear something? You hear like a sound, like a song? Yeah, what is that? I don't know. It's like, I didn't hear it and now I hear it kind of faintly. It's like a song. It's like a, it's like a weird tune. Yeah, I think that, I think that song is Oh, here it goes. I think what the song, I think what the song was, I've never heard it before, but I think what the song is saying is shout out. Shout out. That's I think it's declaring us to declare a shout out. We should do a shout out. Uh, well, shit, I wasn't expecting this in that song. That was it was definitely sent from the in. heavens. Yeah. But like, I, I do want to give a shout out. So I'm glad that that song came in. Um, I want to give a shout out to, two sh- I have two shout outs real quick. Um, one is a show I hope everyone watches on Showtime. It's called The Circus and it's a new show, but it's like great. It gives you the news straight. The four journalists cuss and they have great style and shout out to The Circle on uh, Showtime and you can get a one week free trial on Hulu. Um, and then my second shout out goes to Boxwine. Boxwine? I love you. I just really like it. And that's why I wanted to give it a shout out. Because Boxwine, you're good. 
Oh, wow. Shout out. Those are pretty solid shout outs. That's, a, that's all I wanted to shout out. Thank God that song came on because I would never have thought to shout anything well, that's out. that's a thing. I mean, they say you should give gratitude daily and then here comes the song. Man. Shout out. Shout out. Some could say it's a little tough to understand this song but luckily we were able to understand that it said shout out dude well i guess while we're talking shout outs i just do throw a quick one out there shout yeah. out to uh, uh, i don't know uh, uh, jalapenos oh like the the peppers the actual pepper yeah the inanimate object of a jalapeno mm-hmm. pepper. i love them love them love them love those spicy little peppers you like to dice them up that no i dice them up cook them boil them pickle them eat them i love it jalapeno peppers well i agree shout out that was cool that was that was cool that was unexpected it felt nice that was unexpected but like i'm glad it happened if you want us to shout out your product Give us money. Give us money. And you could be featured next time on Shout Out. (laughs) Shout Out. (laughs) That was so nice of Billy Idol featuring Miley Cyrus to do that for us. Thank you, Miley Cyrus, for making me remember all of my favorite songs, but like in a nightmare. Hey, you guys want to hear this next one? It's Joan Jett, but not Joan Jett. It's got me, Miley, in it. Do you like heart, but want it super fucked up? Here's Miley Cyrus. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I can't. The way they market it is, uh uh-oh, she's back. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, she kind of keeps coming back. Miley's at it again. Man, and I don't even even wish her harm, but I just need it to stop. I just need it to stop. I need it to stop. But I'm glad we got a chance to show our gratitude. I thought something might be fun. And you tell me if it's pushing a limit. Okay. Did you ever like kind of snag a blockbuster or like a like a videotape from your parents and kind of watch to see what the hubbub was about? Are you talking about straight up pornography? Well, no. Well, that too. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like... Like, during that time, definitely in the 90s, like, um, there was a movie called Basic Instinct. Oh. Sharon Stone. A little Classic. more raunchy. Yeah. And th- those were not teen movies. Like, that was for adults. And she has a classic scene where she, you know, uncrosses her legs and you actually see her mm. vagina. <laughs> that was very exciting. And then there are sex scenes in that that are very hot. And then... Like nine and a half weeks, I remember being a video that was around Kim Basinger and yes. Mickey Rourke before he looked different. And I don't know, there's stuff like that that's like in your kind of like, oh, you're like, I'm too young for that, but I know it's out there, okay? And then we did have, oh my God, Cruel Intentions. Do you remember seeing that? Ooh. Were you young when you saw that? Yes. And that was. Always a little weird to me. I feel like I couldn't, I couldn't. A lot to unpack there. I couldn't quite separate the two as not siblings. 
I'm for like, sure. I, like, I know there's like an adopted situation, or for sure. not, but it's like, man, I, they really want to have sex with each other, right? Yeah, they were step siblings, I think, or or were they just being erotic towards each other? I can't remember. Did they want to bone? No, they definitely wanted to bone, but it was more <laughs> of a game kind of thing. But it was very sexual. You can borrow the keys to my car. But then there was the whole kind of like seduction with Sarah, Sarah Michelle Geller and Selma Blair. And it was the first kind of girl and girl kiss that most of us probably saw. Which I, was I, great. I, I, yep. And then Reese Witherspoon losing her virginity to Ryan Phillippe. Like, there was a lot of, and then the soundtrack. It was a sexy um, movie for us teens back then. And then yeah. Fear. Fear. Do you remember that? Yeah, with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, that was like the scary kind of sexy that you're like, oh, I probably shouldn't be into this guy. Yeah, you you <laughs> this knew. This feller's going to go to jail. Because it's not like you watched movies without seeing the trailer first. Like, you knew what you were getting yourself into. Yeah, and I knew and I wasn't supposed like, to go see it. But when they're on that roller coaster, you're like, or Ferris wheel. Ferris yeah, wheel, you're dude. like, oh, well. Yeah. If you haven't done. seen the movie, at least YouTube that scene, Ferris wheel. And that's Reese Witherspoon. And, right? and guys should watch that movie. Don't be like that. Yeah, cautionary tale. Don't, don't. 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 You know what, though? Do, if you are going to be like any... Like, is there like a character that you would say, like, this is portrayed the way wrong? Yes. I think I think Seth Rogen and freaking... Um, Listen. Uh, uh, what, uh, the movie we love so much. Long shot. Long shot. I think Seth wrote... I have a list for you. Yeah. Seth Rogen in almost any movie where he's... Seth Rogen in Longshot, Zack and Mary make a porno. Uh, Knocked the, up, he like becomes like the best dude the ever. Next, the next part... Yeah, the, the last half of that. And um, did I leave one out? Probably. Uh, and then also John Cusack in High Fidelity. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like kind of annoying in that, but just his like pining and like commitment to the girl john cusack and say anything okay lloyd dobler his character and say anything is my archetype for a guy he is unique he's funny he's completely authentic he decides he's in love with diane court and he is all in dude and he is looking out for her he's has no sense of like embarrassment. He doesn't care if he embarrasses himself, if it means he gets to see her and like spend time with her. He puts up with her dad's like questioning bullshit. He's a high school boy. He hasn't figured out his life yet, but he does know he wants to spend time with her and he's very honest about it. Watch that movie, dude. He sets a gold standard, I think for, for definitely teenage men, but even men, you know, beyond that. And then also, Kind of a wild card that just popped in my head, but Bill Hader and his character in Trainwreck. Oh, yeah. With Amy Schumer. I forgot about Trainwreck, yeah. Trainwreck is a fucking killer movie. If you didn't like it the first time, watch it again. Yeah. promise you, you will like it. And each time you'll like it more. But the way that he's just patient with her and he knows he likes her and she's not perfect. She's kind of a a terror. (laughs) But, like, he softens her up. He, He puts in the time with her and nurtures her and, like loves her and and she does the same back amy so schumer good. and bill Hader together are just hilarious anyway yeah. so and like, it's it funny. really works out for sure yeah but then you also have to kind of pay homage to the unrealistic sexy like good romance characters yeah and i know there's a movie you and i both like i want to reference hmm. i could not do this episode and not mention even though i'm conflicted mr and mrs smith 
Oh. With Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. What a that movie is hot. It, it, are you saying that might be one of the more uh, pleasing er, erotic ones? I think it's a really good. It's a good fucking movie. It's first a good of movie. all, it's like the adventure. It's the action. It's the romance. It's the sex. It's the chemistry. It's everything. Style, and it sucks because like I really did not want to buy into that movie because of the whole real life drama at the time. Yeah, with, you know my girl Jennifer Aniston. Which, bygones on that. But once you kind of release that, that movie's so hot. You you can see at the time they were super into each other. And they're just so beautiful. Both of them. Get out. Why do you guys look like that? Stop. I know. It's like in the movie starts with them like having marital troubles. And it's like, why? Well. You're all, you're both so hot. Yeah. Don't you know that? Yeah. I mean, maybe that's There's more to love than that. That's the thing. There's more to love than hotness. There really is. And I think their (laughs) real life relationship maybe, maybe showed that. I don't know. But in in the movie, you're right. Like, it's funny. Like, they're just, they hate each other in the beginning. But, but no, that movie is like so hot. It's like such a whimsical romantic fantasy to think about, like, meeting someone that way and then actually marrying them and falling in love. Do you like the idea of actors doing that? Like, uh, I do. Meeting on set and then falling in love. If they're not already married to someone else. Yeah, yeah, I do like that. uh, But sometimes they're already married and it works. Like, look at Paul Hogan. Well, that's the thing. You know, from uh, Crocodile Dundee. If it wasn't meant to be with the other one, like, for sure. Like, you're not doing anybody (laughs) any favors by staying. So, yeah, I think... No, yeah, I, I think... I think that would be. I think it would be hard not to fall in love with Crocodile Dundee. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even current day Crocodile Dundee. Well, especially yeah, you know, someone saying such nice things to you that were written by someone else, and you're like, "Huh, I really like the way that Brad oh, Pitt said that to me." <laughs> oh my god! How could you not? I think I can't speak for actors and actresses because I've never obviously done it, but I would imagine it's like The Bachelor. You know, when someone has completely set the scene for you to fall in love with a dream date and like a dream vacation and you're in the set, you know, the setting for love and you're drunk off a bunch of shrimp and you're eating a bunch of oysters and steaks and shrimps. Yeah. And they're playing music and you're wearing cool outfits and your makeup and hair is done. You're ready and you're and you're groomed (laughs) for sex. I imagine it's hard not to fall in love and have sex. It's just like that TV show. Do you remember this one? It was called, uh, was it like Mr. Mr. Millionaire or uh, Joe Millionaire? Joe Millionaire. I do. Yeah, one of they, the early reality shows. Yeah, they'd have all these girls just like pawing on this guy because they think he's rich, and then they're just like, "You dodo birds, he's a construction man." <laughs> and then like they were like, how, "They, I, I think it was the final person." Like they didn't reveal it until yeah. he's picked that one person. He's like, "Before I ask you to marry me and inherit all of my millions." I'm a construction dude. I actually don't have all that money. It's fake. <laughs> that was what a show. That was when everybody was still figuring out reality TV. They figured it out. Well, they fucked up probably a lot of lives. Yeah. On the way. Yeah. Like people that they had on the show. I don't know the story behind that one. There's probably a documentary about it. If you know it, drop it in the comments. I. Can't imagine, like, in the early days. Like, now, 
Now I feel like you kind of know what you're getting into, right? Because yeah. these shows have been around. It draws for so long. out a lot of the same people. But too. back then, like, what a fucking social experiment gone crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and look at it's it's, so, it's still so super popular. Ro- romance, The Bachelor. Yeah. And it's a fucking train wreck most of the time. Well, and I think the common theme with all of this, like the romantic movies or the romantic reality shows, is that's something everybody wants. Everybody wants a chance at love, a chance at romance, a chance at sensuality. It was a fun show. I'm going to ask you about one more thing before we go. Okay. Have you seen any of the Fifty Shades of Grey movies? How many are there? No. I think I there don't... are three. Oh, wow. No. And I've seen them all, but I don't recall you being with you know, me. Like, you know, choking stuff, huh? Oh, here's know, spankies. Here, dungeon. <laughs> I'm going to lock you in my dungeon and give you a couple spankies. <laughs> is so you've seen how, it. Is that how you it goes? <laughs> You have seen it. You know the lines. Oh, no. Uh, I'm aware Christian of them. I, I know about them. I you, mean, I know about... I, I think I have a pretty it. good grasp of what they are. Sounds like you do. Yeah. Could you do a quick <laughs> quick impression of Christian Grey? All right. Here, let's do a scene that you've never seen the movie. You've never seen the movie. Never seen the movie. And I am just bringing this on you. How about... <laughs> like I like to do. Um, I'm going to play the role of Anastasia Steele. Okay. Who is the Dakota Johnson? And and I'll do my best to make it exactly like the movie. The movie. Okay. Yeah. We want to be true to the movie. We want to be authentic. We want to stay true to the heart right. of the movie. Okay? I am aware of this film, so I think I can do this. You know enough. I think I can do this. Okay. okay. It probably starts like this. Hey, I'm a millionaire guy. Uh, what's his name? Bobby Gray? <laughs> so I'm a super chef, Bobby Gray. And I made a lot of money. I like you. You should be my secretary. What's your name? I'm Anastasia Steele, and I'm shy. But I had to do this assignment for my friend. And I don't like you, but I also could like you. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's finish this assignment of yours in my dungeon back in my Manhattan apartment. Uh, I don't know. I'm from, like, New Jersey. I'll drive you back home tomorrow. Trust me. Get in my dungeon. I like the spankies, and I like to choke a bit. They call me spankies choke a bit. (laughs) Well, I'll have to tell at least one of my friends first. Probably the guy who's in love with me will need to know. But I'll fight him at a coffee shop, I'll bet. There's probably a chance where I'll punch this fella. Do you think you're ultimately a good guy, or are you just a spanky boy? Look, I'm only a spanky boy because I was raised by a pack of spankies. I'm a spanky. <laughs> I told you I know things about it. <laughs> yeah, pack of spankies raised you. I was raised by a bunch of freaky spanks, and they were all into sorts of twisties and spankies and splashies. <laughs> it was a, it was a real sexy childhood I had. Oh, I guess that's why I'm such a Misunderstood millionaire. Hell, maybe billions. This is Manhattan. <laughs> I would like to enter your sex dungeon, please. Two tickets. I like the Or bird. just one ticket for me. 
I like that there's consent. That makes me happy. There is consent. Okay, that just makes as long as there's consent to enter the sex dungeon, the safe word is uh, Mr. Slappy. <laughs> and I gotta say, Bradley, I know you haven't seen any of those movies, and that was just your best guess. But you did pretty good. I think I remember you telling me the plot of it once, and you were like, he was just, the reason why he was so into sex was because he was raised by some people who fucked a lot. <laughs> like, is that what it is? He was like raised on like a fuck farm? <laughs> no. Oh. No, it's not. But had he been raised on a fuck farm, I think that would open up a lot of other movies they could make. Like, like you remember farm. funny... You remember Funny Farm from the 80s with Chevy Chase? This could be Fuck Farm. Exactly. What'd you call him? Um, What's his name? uh, Bobby Bobby Gray. Oh, Super Chef Bobby Gray. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think they should make kinkier romantic movies. I do too. Like like say anything but with a lot of pee-pee. Oh, so you're saying they should take romantic favorites and then spice them up with some like hardcore fetishes. I like I like that a lot. Yeah. Like I like the idea of sleepless in Seattle, but like bondage. Yes. Yeah. It's a wonderful life, but with pegging. Yes. <laughs> like Casablanca, but like with a lot of like butt plugs. <laughs> Well, it's another good episode in the can, if you ask me. And that's not even a butt reference. This, I was going to say, this wouldn't be a Valentine's Day if we weren't putting one in the can. That's right. I hope all of you at home feel erotic, aroused, and maybe a little challenged by what we brought to you this evening. Yeah. Or I hope you just had fun. It's always fun. And pro tip, get a Boda Box. Next time you enjoy our podcast, grab yourself a box or a brick of wine. Consume it all. And enjoy the sweet sounds of our voices. But drink responsibly. But always drink responsibly. We're quarantining. It's still a pandemic out there. So lay low, get your drink on, listen to us. But thank you so much for joining us tonight for this episode. Um, Give us a follow, if you don't mind, if it wouldn't be too much trouble, on Instagram. We're at streaming under the influence. Twitter and TikTok at stream drunk. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you keep coming back and listening to our podcast. We had so much fun tonight. Bradley, didn't you have fun? Yes. So erotic. Yeah. I feel like Prince. Prowls. Sweet baby Prowls. That's my Prince impersonation. Join us next time. We love you guys. See you next time. Bye. Bye.